Okay, welcome to episode four of the Paladin Podcast. I'm joined by one of our coaches, Cade Castro. Cade, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, so born and raised in Lubbock um, or surrounding areas. Um, 27 years old. I uh, kind of went through life not really knowing what I wanted to do. Um, and so when I graduated high school, uh, I was like kind of aiming to be a firefighter. And then when I went to school, just still kind of didn't know what I wanted to do. My mom pushed me in the direction of kind of the business side. And so, um, you know, as I progressed in school, um, you know, I worked for our fitness facility at the college and um, really started picking up on, you know, fitness and this and that. And uh, so, you know, long story short, um, I ended up being a coach there and coached there for several years. Now I'm here. Um, I have a three-year-old little wiener dog. Um, his name's Hank. That's my, that's my main man, my best friend. Uh, can be a little turd at times, but, you know, he's... He's my pride and joy. Um, you know, if I always tell my mom, like, if there's anywhere that, you know, if you're looking for me, there's always, you know, two places I'm at. I'm either at home or I'm at the gym. And more often than not, I'm at the gym. So, yeah. yeah. All right. As far as that goes, I mean, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. So what got you started with CrossFit? So starting CrossFit, um, as you know, I'm very competitive. I like winning every workout. <laughs> um, and so uh, it wasn't just being competitive. It was also the the skills part of it. So, you know, I, I watched people do muscle-ups and funky-looking pull-ups and stuff like that, like heavy cleaning jerks. And I, I've never been exposed to stuff like that before. And so um, – just seeing it, um, I remember back when Rich Froning was, you know, competing, I saw him compete and just seeing the stuff that they do, it was kind of intimidating, but also kind of inspiring to see, you know, what the body is capable of. And so, um, you know, when I was working for the fitness facility at South Plains College, uh, my friend, he was into CrossFit. He asked me to do a few workouts and, you know, I did a few workouts with him and got to the point where we thought we were good enough to do a competition. So we did one in, uh, in at the Dallas area, I think Decatur. Um, and we were like, Oh yeah, we got bar muscle ups. We are decently strong. Um, so we decided to do it RX and we came pretty close to last place. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was very humbling. And uh, so that was kind of my introduction to it. And then as far as coaching goes, uh, you know, I told my my boss at the time, I said, hey, you know, I'm, you know, I just got back from this competition. I actually asked her for time off so I could go to the competition. She asked what it was for. And, uh, you know, I told her and she kind of told me like, hey, you know, I'm looking for something else, something different, something fresh so we could, you know, um, offer at the complex. And, you know, I think CrossFit might be something that will attract our students as well as members. And uh, 
she was like, I'll pay for your certification if you stick with me for a year. And I was like, all right, bet I'll, I'll do that. Like that's, that's a, a good deal. And, uh, so that's how I started coaching. And it was, I remember my first class so vividly, I had like over 20 people. Cause she was just like, Hey, come join the class. Hey, come join the class. And so we had all this faculty and staff, all these students show up. We only had four rowers and maybe a couple boxes and you know we were very brand new into CrossFit so we didn't have a lot of the equipment so when I was in that situation I was just like it was it was overwhelming (laughs) so so, most people talk about their first class um that they take being super overwhelming but that was the first class you coached yeah that's pretty overwhelming (laughs) yeah so it's like being thrown to the wolves Uh, but I've I've learned to uh, to to deal with big classes, to deal with small classes, and just your regular class. And um, you know, uh, I think being put in those situations kind of made me a better coach. You know? For sure. Um, but you know, that's kind of what introduced me to CrossFit. And you know, as you know, I got more involved with coaching and more involved with you know competitions. You know, I started going out and looking for programs to follow and, you know, this and that. And, um, you know, one thing I always like wish I would have taken advantage of is actually going to a CrossFit gym and, you know, either, you know, working out and being part of the community or at least developing some kind of coaching examples because, you know, a lot of the stuff that I've learned here was brand new to me, you know? Yeah. I think you kind of observed that. You started here in April. April. Uh, But before that, how long did you do CrossFit without having like a true CrossFit home? Uh, Six years. Six years kind of on your own or out, out at the college. Cause this, this past open was my sixth or maybe five years, five, six years. Cause it it was my sixth open. Yeah. And I mean, you obviously did pretty well on your own, but you were, before I interrupted you, you started to talk about kind of the difference between doing it on your own and doing it like at a gym, at a CrossFit box. What do you feel like are the biggest um, reasons why you should join a box instead of trying to do it on your own? Yeah. um, I mean, just being with like-minded people. Um, So for me, that was the biggest thing was like, you know, being on my own, you know, we were at the complex, we were more of a commercial style gym. So, you know, you have your machines all over the place and, you know, if you want to work a certain body movement, you go and, you know, you do your leg press or this and that. And for me, you know, doing CrossFit on her, you know, doing free weight stuff like a back squat or doing body weight stuff like a pull up or a chest bar, toe to bar, it was real foreign. And so a lot of people kind of, you know, I would ask them to do a workout with me and they're like, no, you know, and it's just kind of that, just like, oh, well, and then you lose motivation too, you know? And so that was what was really hard for me. And when I'm here or, you know, at CrossFit Paladin, you know, being a part of this community, being a part of, um, like I said, like-minded people who are wanting to get better, they, I mean, they might not even be at your fitness level or, you know, you might not be at their fitness level, but we all have that same goal and that's to get better and, you know, progress. And you know, it, it's always awesome to see people's first you know, pull up or, you know, one rep max or whatever it is. And 
that's something that that really you know inspires me and you know and I hope it inspires other people when they watch me you know like I like, I like being here too. Okay. You know, I would show them, you know, obviously like the CrossFit level one progressions and stuff like that, but there's so much more out there. Um, and you know, CrossFit Paladins exposed me to that, that you can, you know, like one of the biggest things was just, was weird to me was wall lying hands to feet. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of that. Never would have even thought of something like that, but now it's something like that I'll put, you know, like in my own programming, you know, like, um, and, you know, we saw it with the open, you know, we think that, you know, uh, a wall climb is a scaled movement. And I think a lot of people were really shocked to find out that they couldn't even finish the workouts. So, yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, that's what excites me. And that's what I, I like, you know, I'm motivated to come back to be around like-minded people. Yeah. I think that's the community aspect, um, is just a huge part of it. And the like-minded people, like if you have a goal and you, if you're the type of person that wants to continuously get better in life, instead of being stagnant or sliding backwards, right. you've got to surround yourself with people that want to do the same. Right. Um, because it's so much easier to just stay stagnant or to let yourself slide back. Um, but having that encouragement from the people around you, got a fly that's bothering us um having that encouragement from the people around you that are also trying to be their best it just your odds of being successful are gonna go up because of it yeah and i mean you see like um you know at these commercialized gyms i won't name them but you know like you'll have that one person that says yeah i worked out for an hour today and you know it's, it's so easy when you go to those type of gyms to you know do a set get on your phone do a set get on your phone you know and then before you know it you've blown an hour and you didn't really do much and you're like yeah you know for us that's like you know that wasn't anything you know you come to paladin you know we're we we go through a warm-up we we go through progressions we go through you know, the actual workout and then a pull down. And, uh, you know, so we make the most out of that hour, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, we're not on our phones and, you know, just wasting time. In other words. Yeah. We're actually taking advantage of that hour that we have together. Yep. And it, it makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. um, so what are your favorite things to teach? So my favorite things to teach is like, more of the aerobic side of things like because that's where i always struggled with in the past and so i paid a lot of attention to like you know paces you know with the detail but you know um so that's more of what i like to coach and teach and um and by even, aerobic you mean so like uh you know uh long distance short distance uh on the rower on the bike running um you know we ever get skis i would like to kind of dabble with that um but yeah more of the uh the cardio side mm -hmm. of things you know because it can be applied into your your metcons um so for example if we had a a row workout plus like a triplet like row 
gymnastics strength. You know, you can, you can, you have the ability now to be able to say, okay, this is how I'm going to pace the row. That way I have enough energy to make it through this workout while still progressing through the gymnastics and the strength. You know, right. so. instead of going all out right. and then being dead for the yeah rest exactly of it. yeah and, you know i think we had a workout like that yesterday where it was just like people took off too hot in that first one and then it was survival mode after that so, yeah yeah um, yeah that's probably the thing i like coaching most but the second is probably you know the lifts because that's why everybody comes in here they want to throw around some big weight and it, it feels good you know yeah. even if it's just uh, a two and a half on each side so five pounds that that five pounds makes you feel so good you yeah. know and it's, it's crazy you know you i don't know it's i think just it's just tangible it. progress yeah. you know with yeah. lifting um you can you know either you can lift it or you can't and once you lift a certain weight if you're it, like you could see can i put two and a half more pounds on each side and still lift it i can okay that's awesome yeah. and you know it's, it's just kind of fun to to be able to, to have that tangible thing that, like i put this on here made it harder and i still did it yeah so and i mean there's so many things like a back squat deadlift clean and dirt snatch and it's like you can get better at you know just because you got better at the back squat, okay, let's translate that to a front squat. Mm -hmm. Did you progress in the front squat? Oh, I did? Okay, let's try the overhead squat. And it's just so many uplifting things that, you know. Yeah, and that's one of the things we talk about a lot. Um, as adults, we don't have a lot of opportunities to, like, win and mm -hmm. celebrate and do new things. And I think that's one of the great things with CrossFit is there are endless opportunities for that. And, it, and it's just something I th that keeps life fresh when you're getting to celebrate new accomplishments all the time. Uh, and it keeps you motivated to keep coming back and doing these things that are ultimately just going to lead to longevity for yourself. So, And I mean, not only that, you have people around you who are actually cheering you on, you know what yeah. I mean? They want to see you lift that way. They want to see you progress. And, you know, when you got that barbell loaded 400 pounds and you're looking at it like, I don't know if I can do it. You have a community of people around you that believe in you and you feel that, that energy, you know, and that, you know, it translates to the, yeah. the barbell. Yeah. It and it really is. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's something that's hard to even really imagine or understand until you experience it. Um, but the some support of the people in class with you, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's, yeah. it's a neat thing. And, and as a coach, when I get to see that, it's, you know, I never take it for granted. I love the fact that we have so many great members that really just celebrate as much when somebody else accomplishes something as they do when they accomplish something. Yeah. So i would never experienced like goosebumps and just, uh, so much happiness for somebody else. Um, one of our members got a ring muscle up the other day and we just happened to catch it on camera. And I, I was like, all right, use your hips. And he got up there and you saw his face. And like, if you just saw mine, it probably would have been the same way. It was yeah. like, oh, you got it. You know, yeah. it's just exciting, you know? Yeah, so, it's so fun. Yeah. It's, it's just, and, and it's, it's almost sad to me that there's so many people that go through their life um, and they don't get to experience that kind yeah. of stuff anymore, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. when's the last time you had a win in your day? Yeah. 
you know, now it's not always that way. Yeah, you know, yeah, we got to yeah, learn exactly, to yeah. to get through those rough days, and and you and know, it can not, be frustrating. But yeah. you know, I think you know, like if you don't get that ring muscle up or you don't get that lift, you you feel disappointed. But we're here to uplift you. We're here to get you better, and your yep. community as well. They they want to see the best for you. You know, so yeah. And and if it's something that you really want, double down, mm-hmm. focus on it get some some one-on-one uh pt sessions do the work pay attention barbell to nutrition club, club. we got barbell club coming up soon um that's something that we're going to talk about actually um kate is about to kick off a barbell club the first one is going to have a snatch focus um so it'll be six weeks of barbell specific work um there'll be a class that meets every friday night um except one but We'll get into that later. Um, and and then there'll be some work to do on your own. And so if you are one of those people that has told me you want to get better at your snatches, sign up for his class. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah I think I think people will get a lot out of that. And I can't wait for it to start. Um, so what do you think is the most underrated part of fitness? underrated and i took this for granted uh as nutrition and i uh, i would always tell people like i work out to eat whatever i want and looking back i'm like okay like, come on man uh, just <laughs> i'm ashamed you know but you know you go through that transition and i think you know a lot of people think that they can just you know, work off of bad diet it's it's not that way um you know i i learned this a few years ago um and it was just simple as just cooking for myself and just getting you know fruits and vegetables in my my body um, as a snack to oppose to you know chips or crackers or whatever the case may be um you know so i think you know nutrition is our foundation of fitness like you know crossfit preaches you know um you know that you know, whatever your goals are, you know, nutrition is there to set that foundation. So if you're wanting to get big and strong then you got to, you know, eat a certain way, if you want to lose weight and you come to the gym to lose weight and burn calories, well, you know, you need to need to eat a certain way. And you also need to fuel your body a certain way to get you through the workout, get you through the day, you know, keep you energized, keep your mood levels high, and your stress levels low. You know, so on and so forth. So I would say nutrition is probably um, the most underrated uh, part of fitness. Um, mm-hmm. And that kind of leads us into, you know, <laughs> we're thinking about starting up a nutrition challenge coming yep. up pretty soon. So yep. I'm excited for that. Um, I'm excited for people to see changes in their body composition and you know, maybe some numbers on the weight scale. Yeah. Yeah. And I would agree with you. Nutrition is the most underrated part of fitness. Um, it can be the most complicated, but it doesn't have to be. Um, but you have to pay attention to it. I'd say for me, my experience, women tend to undereat drastically. Um, and then they, they don't, understand why they're not getting any stronger they're not losing weight Mm -hmm. they don't have energy and it's often because they're just not eating enough and they're not eating 
quality nutrient dense foods. Um, and so sometimes it just takes just a few months of coaching one-on-one kind of figuring out where those pain points are, what can we tweak? It, it, we don't have to do a complete overhaul most of the time. And I'll, I'll say this, like, I'm not perfect. Like if you saw what I ate in a day, like you'd be like, uh, that's not, you know, super healthy. Like I wouldn't think you'd eat that, but you know, it's the little changes that I've done that has helped me get to the point where I want to be right now, you know? And so, um, you know, there's always something you can do better, but you know, like you said, you know, there's just little tweaks that you need to make to, you know, get to where you want to be. Yeah. Um, what do you think is the most overrated part of fitness? Overrated, uh, probably, probably like real strong, heavy stuff. I think people come in and I think they see other people lift heavy weight or they do this crazy movement and they just feel like, oh, it's on the board. They're doing it. I have to do it. Um, and so I think we need to, you know, take a step back and just kind of check, you know, leave our ego at the door and say, hey, you know, it's okay to scale this. Or it's okay, you know, this, you know, it's, it's okay to do things scaled. And, you know, I, you know, I follow a program and, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that are way too heavy for me. And I, I, I have to suck in my pride and say, hey, this isn't going to make you better. Let's do something that's going to make us better. And so um, I would think, you know, I think a lot of people, maybe their one rep maxes are, you know, it's kind of overrated, you know. Um, It's important, but I don't feel like it should take priority over everything. (laughs) Yeah, good movement, exactly, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I kind of agree with that. I think that people sometimes get wrapped up in doing something rx but their movement is just garbage and that is makes you cringe when you look at it and that is not going to lead to longevity and sustainability and that's our crossfit yeah that's our goal longevity we want them to do good and feel good yeah and if they're coming in going so heavy that it messes up their movement and they come and they, you know, oh, I tweak myself and then it affects you later on, you know, like the next workout and then the next workout and the next workout. And then before you know it, you know, you're like, oh, you know, yeah, it kind of puts a stain on yeah. CrossFit, yeah. you know, that's already. And it's, of- it's generally just out of stubbornness, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing I'll see too with, with, uh, you know, if people are just really trying hard for that RX is, they're often missing the intended stimulus from the workout, which is just delaying their progress. Um, they'll, you'll make progress so much faster if you're able to hit the intended stimulus in the workout. So, you know, we had a workout last week. Um, that's a, 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 you know, you're supposed to do these movements every, every round for as long as you can for as many minutes, every round is a minute long. Um, you have these three movements, you're supposed to complete all the reps in them and then have rest time. Um, it's one of those workouts where the people look at it and like, I can do that. I can do those movements, but they might get two or three rounds. And that is not the intent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The intent is to be able to hang for several rounds. Um, 
And so instead of kind of backing off and, and doing a somewhat easier version so they can build up their capacity, they just every time keep trying to do it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we've done this benchmark. We've probably done this particular one four or five times. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of making a lot of progress, <laughs> there's like no progress yeah. made. And, they, and then they wonder why, like, hey, like, we've done this several times. Yeah. I'm not getting any better. Or even if they don't say that, you know, they know I didn't get any better at this. Yeah. Well, you know, like talk to your coach and say, and ask them like, Hey, what do you suggest? And more often than not, they're going to say, scale it down. And then you as the member or the athlete have to just accept it, you know, and say, okay, I trust what my coach is doing. It's for the better. And then later on when we test it again, Maybe go just, for that yeah, RX yeah. or try to be your last score. And then, then you can see that progression and, you know, get yeah. better from there. So. Yeah, I think, and that brings you to, like, it brings up a good point. Like, you're one of the coaches here. We are, we all have everybody's best interests in mind. Um, and, you know, we really want people to do well over the long run. Uh, you know, sometimes when we make our recommendations, it's just based on that particular workout that day in that moment. Sometimes it's based off of down the road and, and we're trying to set you up for success down the road. And, you know, most of the workouts that we have, we're, we're training, we're practicing, we're not competing. Um, you know, when we're testing, doing the benchmark workouts, that's different, but but those, those workouts day in and day out, that's where, you know, if you just listen to the coach, ask for some direction, you know, talk to us about what your goals are and that, and that's what we're here for. We'll help you steer you in the right direction so that over time you're, you're going to start seeing that progress that you want. Um, so tell me a little bit about the competitions that, that you'd like to compete. Um, what, what is that like for you? So for me, um, starting out, it was more of a, I just thought I was a badass, to be honest. And I was <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to size people up and, you know, I'm going to win. And it wasn't like that. It, <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I was very humbled by every competition. I actually did a competition. I think my second one ever was at Paladin oh, at, really? at the old gym. So, um uh, yeah, uh, you know, over time, it's kind of put that pressure on me to one, hold myself accountable to do workouts and, you know, like get all the, the practice and training I need to get in. And, um, also, uh, it, it serves kind of like my own benchmark. So if, you know, you know, we test, like you said, the interval piece that was earlier, this, these competitions kind of serve as benchmark or benchmarks for me because typically in the competition side of things, you, you run into the same groups of people. Mm -hmm. Um, and so my goal is to win. And, uh, when I come short of that, it's like, okay, you know, this is stuff I need to work on. This is stuff that, you know, I need to get better at. And usually it's the same things, you Mm -hmm. know, we kind of, Mm -hmm kind of tend to gravitate towards things we're good at and you know I'm guilty of it just like anybody else but um you know uh 
I think it was last year. I was, it was the first time I was ever on a podium and it felt so good. Um, and I actually had won it. So it, that, that just, uh, boosted my confidence, boosted my motivation, boosted, you know, my training. And from there, I think I've done, I think next week in the following week, I think I'll be in the double digits this year for competitions. Uh, so I've done a lot already just this year and, um, I love them. Like it, it, it's a different environment. Um, it's like, all the progressions that I've been doing, all the finding that marks. Um, but it's also nice to um, to be around, like I said, like-minded people like yourself because they want to win also, you know, right. so they're going to do whatever they have to do to win. And so, you know, I just have to be just that much better than them, you know. So, and traveling, obviously, like, I'm not a huge fan of it, but you know, other people are this, uh, in May I went to Arizona and it was awesome. Like I wouldn't think Arizona was like the place to go, but <laughs> <laughs> I went, I actually had a very good time. Yeah. You know, I, I think of Arizona as like a desert, you yeah. know, I mean, um, it's yeah, pretty so, deserty. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it was a nice desert. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I actually enjoyed myself. So yeah, traveling has its perks and, um, you know, you meet people, you know, all around the world and, you know, it's, uh, it's cool. Is so. Arizona the farthest competition you've, you've I, Yeah. Done? Farthest competition I've been to. Um, it wasn't the biggest, uh, the FedEx experience was probably the biggest one that I participated in. And like I told you earlier, I, I met Daniel Brandon. So <laughs> claim to fame. Yeah. yeah so said I had a nice shirt. So I have that going on. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's cool. You meet these, you meet these athletes, you know, and, you know, you follow each other on social media and you keep up with each other. And it's like your own little community outside of inside, but outside of the gym, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, you know, I see them do a workout and you, or they'll be like, Hey, do this workout. I got this score. And you're like, okay, all right. It's on again. You know what I mean? So it, it's, it's fun. I like That's it. Cool. That's yeah. cool. All right. Well, anything, any final um, pieces you'd like to add? Any words of wisdom? Um, yeah, I mean, for me, um, I think a lot of people get discouraged because they don't see progress. And, you know, they see the highlights on Instagram and social media. And they see everybody doing so great, you know, but it's just highlights, you know, you don't know what they're going through and, you know, they might have it a little harder than you have it, you know, um, but, you know, they figure out ways to be successful. And, you know, I, I, I truly believe that CrossFit is uh, designed to bring out the best in people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's our mission at Thousand is to get people 
better and where they want to be in life. And um, so, yeah, I say just trust the process and and just keep grinding, you yeah. know, and, you know, over time, you know, you'll see it and you'll look back and you're like, well, that's where I was and here where I am. And I never thought I would be here. Yep. So. Yeah. And I think being just be consistent mm-hmm. like yeah if there's one thing it's just be consistent and you know we talk about this all the time um like it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't have to be like every day it doesn't have to be a win but you just have to keep stacking up those training days mm-hmm. you got to stack up those those good days of nutrition you got to just just keep getting out of bed every day and do it and show up um yeah, I've been coming make, in the 5.30 yeah, yeah. a.m. is rough. That's a different breed of people. But I'm doing my best to get better at that. And, you know, um, it opens up, you know, more opportunities in the day for me to get stuff done. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's not fun. Nobody likes it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but so. you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And if you want to reach your goals, you got to prioritize. And yeah. sometimes that means coming to the 5 30 a.m class yeah. which i think today that that was everybody that was yeah we had a big, class this morning yeah. so yeah. Yeah, we're like shoulder to so, shoulder doing it's a hot new thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right well thank you kate yeah. for taking time and uh talking with me and yeah, hopefully everybody learned a little bit about you and um we're excited you know we've enjoyed adding you to our coaching team you've been a great asset so far we're really excited to have um, the barbell clinic rolling out soon and um, lots of other things. So if you need, if you want to work with Cade on your aerobic capacity, your conditioning, he is available for personal training. He's really for anything. You can, you can book some personal training sessions with him uh, for anything you want to work on. Uh, but we've got a lot of fun things coming up. So be on the lookout for that. Thanks, Kate. Yeah, thank you.